Hey, what's happening, my friends? It's friggin' 22nd, maybe even the 23rd of January 2020. It's a good day so far. You know, it's only 10 a.m. Woke up, head on down to the uh, college, going to Mercy University, exam one. Got that sucker percolating in the bag in the back of my uh, Ram here. 5.7 liter hemispheric engine squealing wheels it's friggin 32 degrees outside temperatures rising a little bit for the weekend some bullshit about a uh, some rain maybe some precipitation that's alright though looking forward to the weekend can't stop it now right handle our business topic of discussion for today is going to be about salvaging. Man, I'll tell you, I, I don't know. It's no secret if I've we've spoken at length intellectually. I am very much into um, recycling or at least trying to determine, trying to read the plays on where we're going with with recycling, with uh, uh, items in our very wasteful society, our abundant society, we just throw shit out, right? It's it's trash day right now. When I go back, if I were to drive through my neighborhood and just take a little gander at each of the homes and the things they have out on the curb, yeah, you'll see your usual big friggin' trash can, and you'll see the recyclables out there, and a bunch of junk, things that are are worthless, but I'm into developing a keen eye for the things that you, you can salvage. You know, uh, I have a friend of mine, <clears throat> a real interesting guy, and he is a tinkerer. He, you know, sees a device out there on the on the curb. Let's say it's a microwave or. A, whatever, computer, he understands that within that computer that there's some wiring that he can strip out and there's the weight of the, whatever, the steel or aluminum case. He knows about the things that we don't know about, that people don't take the time to understand. And he goes out and salvages shit. He was telling me that actually came in the office yesterday with a a nice little flyer that he's been circulating about you know that that, that basically uh, was about electronics disposal. He's gonna take your electronics off your hand. You got an old computer that you're concerned, you know, how to throw it out. Will they take it? What's gonna happen with my? Um, with my hard drive, is somebody going to pirate my freaking hard drive, steal my identity or some shit like that, sell it to the Russians, the commies, he's going to allay your fears by uh, basically reassuring you that he's going to shred the hard drive and everything else and basically take this item that you no longer have use for, this 1990s desktop computer that just can't be salvaged, and he's going to fix it. He's going to make it either 
make it work again or he's gonna put it in a pile of other computers and he's gonna pull out the guts of it in the hard in, apparently in the motherboard of the uh, computer there's a very small amount of gold so if you know where that's at and you probably go on YouTube and and learn precisely where it's at maybe you can start to you know create a, a small fortune by recycling somebody else's trash it's relatively clean right so you're not getting dirty freaking digging through junk piles just grabbing computers and then doing what you can to salvage the useful materials. I think shit like that is really cool. He also will, um, he, you know, just basically if you see something going on, uh, you know, free computers or some, he hits a jackpot by finding some uh, office, let's say, and they're looking to get rid of some crap. It's just out there on the loading dock to be thrown out. Can I take it? Sure, you can take it. Get it all out of here. Here's 80 computers. He told me that he went and picked up 80 computers and some other um, laboratory devices, big heavy structure that he was able to get. He said it was like a thousand pounds, you know, of steel. Steel you can get, to, you know, you could get some reimbursement for that. Also, if you go to fucking um, copper. He said copper is going for like two hundred or two dollars and sixty cents a pound. So you can get a source of copper, whether it's plumbing, thick, uh, plumbing cuts, or electrical wire that you know has a high concentration of or high uh, copper content. Then you're in luck, man. He's he's going to strip that shit out. And he's going to make use of it. And I, I mentioned this. I don't know if I mentioned it in the podcast yet, but there was a book I read. It's called junkyard nation and this guy he the author grew up in a family of um salvage people so they owned a salvage yard a junkyard and he his grandma and his father and his mother everybody in the family worked there and they could somebody could come in with a truck full of aluminum cans or copper wire or plumbing fixtures copper pipe and he the grandma would be like okay put them in a the pile over there I'm gonna give you a, you know 250 a pound for the copper and for the steel I'll give you this and go put it on the uh, you know on the scale whatever and you know they knew about these things the book Junkyard Nation went on to talk about how the guy took a trip to China and where there's entire uh, provinces or uh, basically towns in these very densely populated areas that are devoted to really like like doing the dirty work. Like we're going to take bales of Christmas lights and take this very small amount of copper that they have in them. We're going to put these light these bales of copper wire on fire throw gasoline on them and light them on fire so we can burn off the plastic and then we'll weigh them and we can use that copper you know whoever's going to melt it down and repurpose it restructure it pretty freaking cool I mean it w- I would like to do something like this to be at least a little bit savvy more savvy about these things maybe a hobby like there's a, a 
hobby that you can get into where you take the shit out of your basement or it's on somebody else's curb, let's say it's bicycles, and, you know, you got a family, kids are going to be growing out of the their use for this little tiny-ass bicycle, and you got it in the basement or the garage, well, either you're going to give it away, or if nobody wants it, because we're so spoiled in the West, that we'd kind of rather just go buy a fully functional, brand new bike for our kids, right? God forbid we use a hand-me-down. There is a little bit of a stigma in some circles about that. Like, if you have the means, you'd rather go and buy a brand new bicycle, right? Instead of using somebody else's bike's bicycle. Salvaging it from the freaking trash pile and bring it into a bike shop and having them blow up the tires and oil it up and adjust some things. I feel like because the economy's doing well and in the West it has for, you know, at least the last 50 years, 70 years, for the most part, it's done well. We get um, complacent. You know, we get complacent and we're just fucking spoiled and lazy and shit like that. But if, let's say you wanted to devote a hobby to surfing the friggin' junk pile find these bikes and you can fix them up and find a market for them, that's great. You know, there's these places like the Goodwill and, um, you know, Purple Heart and all that shit. I'm not convinced that these organizations do anything, they're, they're, they're not, they, they disguise themselves as charitable, but I'm not so sure that they are charitable. I think that they know what your clothing, what they can get for your garment, and if you got, um, you know, brand new friggin' Disney pajamas or something like that with a tag still on them, they're going to give you two bucks and they're going to sell them for four. And they've made some money right there. It's a little bit, but that little bit of money adds up. So, I find that interesting that there's people that do that. And so, I don't have, like, a junkyard or any real surplus space where I could put piles of, you know, recyclables in place, but I kind of am interested in how it's going to shake out when the time comes that uh, we can take things like plastic and paper and um, we're, we're more thrifty more careful about the things we throw out and we actually understand the value that remains in those things. I mean, it's very difficult to change the, uh, within our consumer culture, to change the mindset of people who are just used to the Amazon boxes being dropped off on the stoop. They don't actually know what things are worth and how to save money and salvage things that other people throw out. But anyway, I think it's interesting. I'm not, I might not be able to logistically manage it myself. And I think maybe a lot of other people are like that as well. If they have a big, heavy, broken piece of 
metal or whatever that they got to throw out or their company has to throw out, they would never think of bringing it to a junkyard, right? Making a couple bucks, but my friend does that. He also, um, you know, this is, I also know a dude I mentioned, freaking Shockman Willie. That's what he does. He goes around and if there's a car that's going to be junked, this uh, mechanic has got a business there. He will freaking, um, he'll go to that business and, and say, okay, you don't want this car anymore. It's not worth anything to you. I'll cut it off with a sawzall. And so he cuts, cuts off all the things that can be salvaged and takes what he can, throws the rest out. The um, mechanic gives him money to do that. So, does a lot of jobs, goes around looking, said he found a trash can full of what's called Romex, which is a type of cable or wire that's got a lot of copper in it, so I thought that that was cool. So as I'm driving around now, Maybe I'll keep an eye peeled for these sorts of things. And maybe that open-mindedness regarding um, salvaging and understanding what things cost, maybe that'll I'll prove useful in some way. Let's think about that. Let's try to salvage some things if you can. It's a good thing to do. It's a good way to bake. <clears throat> Have a good day.